This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Up the Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and you guys, it's Wednesday, which means tomorrow is Thursday, which means we are almost at the end of the week. Thank you, fucking Jesus. Um, I don't know what's in the air this week. It's just last week was like a negative week, I feel like, for everybody. Everybody was kind of like on the hater train, and this week it just feels like a nothing week. Um, my producer over at Betches said it best one time because I was like, do you ever feel like a day doesn't feel like a day? Like it just doesn't feel like anything. And she goes, yeah, I call them. I think she called them nothing days. She's like, it just basically means that if today never happened, tomorrow wouldn't be any different. And I was like, that is so deep, actually. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, So today, I mean, I'm here to discuss the one and only crappy lake, but also just like some regular news. You know, I'm a newsy girl. At the end of the day, I was raised by Regis and Kathy Lee, you know, chatting over the the coffee mugs on that t- on that high top table with their stools. Just just the just the old school vibes. So before I get into Crappy Lake, I do just want to discuss, obviously, some of the Emmy nominations. The complete nominations list was put out today by Variety. And um, best in a drama series or best drama series, there's Better Call Saul, which you guys, this list makes me feel so confused because <laughs> I'm like, what came out? When did it come out? Like, what's even happening right now? Um, Battle Crawl Saul to me, like, feels like it's not a show anymore. This feels like it was a show a long time ago. Anyway, The Crown, House of the Dragon, which I loved, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. Comedy series, we have Abbott Elementary, Hello, duh. Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Only Murders in the Building. Um, You guys have already known my thoughts on Serena, or excuse me, Selena Gomez being a, like, industry plant, because, like, Only Murders in the Building is good, but, like, I don't think it deserves, like, best in a comedy series, or best comedy series, but, like, that's just me. Um... I hope Albert Elementary wins. I hope the bear wins. I hope Marvelous Mrs. Maisel wins. I do believe this was their last season. I did kind of fall. Oh, sorry. I also missed Ted Lasso and Wednesday. Guys, I notoriously fucking hate Wednesday and I don't like Jenna Ortega or Jenna Ortega. Like, I'm just not down. I know that that's very unpopular. People fucking love her. It is what it is. Um. Okay. Like, limited series Dahmer monster that Jeffrey haven't people like already been nominated for this like I'm so confused with streaming I just kind of don't understand how these nominations really work but guys 
when I saw that Jane Daisy Jones and the Six was nominated for a limited series, I wanted to fucking scream. It is the worst goddamn show I've ever laid my eyes on, and I've watched actual trash. I watch a show called Crappy Lake, and I'm like, give this a fucking Emmy. I don't want to hear it from the Daisy Jones and the Six people. I read the book. I liked the book. It wasn't my favorite of the books, but it was fine. I was excited for the show because aesthetically, I was like really into it, and I was like really excited because Riley Keough is in it, who's obviously the granddaughter of Elvis, the daughter of Lisa Marie. Like, I was into it. I was really, really excited. My mom and I put it on. And we sat in silence and my mom and I are those people that during movies and shows, like we talk to each other, we look at each other, we make jokes, like we're really like into it. This show, we sat in complete silence and like halfway through the second episode, I was like, can we turn this off? She's like, thank God I've been begging. I've been like wondering when we could turn it off. I'm like, this is maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. The wigs are terrible the the main actor i guys i don't even care to know his name truthfully uh, he's too fucking old to be playing a guy in his 20s like uh, it was so bad and it just felt like everybody was trying so hard to be like a serious actor like it was just really it's like to me it felt like when they were doing their interview bites you know how if you guys don't know the like premise of the movie it's like this old basically like Fleetwood Mac type of band and they're reunited at the end and they're in this documentary together whatever it just felt very like poorly directed because I don't necessarily think these are bad actors I think it was just horribly directed the costumes looked like I they went to Party City it just was terrible terrible so I'm really disgusted that it was you know nominated for a limited series I mean it's totally not gonna win but anyway, I'm just looking around at this list. Jeff Bridges is an act, lead actor in a drama series for The Old Man. Like, I don't even know what that is. I feel so out of the fucking loop. Jeremy Strong, obviously, for Succession. Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us. Kieran Culkin for Succession. Brian Cox for Succession. A lot of Succession um, talk and a lot of White Lotus talk, which is fine. Guys, Elizabeth Moss is nominated again for The Handmaid's Tale. Are we done with The Handmaid's Tale? It feels like this is 2018. I just, uh, we got to be done. We got to be done. Also, Carrie Russell is being nominated for lead actress in a drama series for The Diplomat, which I did watch on Netflix, and it is very good. Um, but I'm shocked that she's nominated. I just feel like there's not enough like scripted television anymore that like these are the only shows on. I feel insane. And Barb is yet again trying to ruin my life. Um, I don't know if you guys I've talked to a few cat owners on Instagram DMs this week and we've all had the same discussion about our cats like they're being terrorists she has like a half a bowl of food left and she's screaming at me screaming I give her fresh cups of water you guys she has her own water glasses in almost every single room on every single windowsill in the fucking house and she's like still screaming in my face she chased me down the stairs chased me down the steps chased me I was like hello okay and then god forbid the one hour a day like on a podcast and I'm distracted not paying attention to her she's up my ass it's like she's literally me if I was a cat and it's that's why I'm annoyed it's like we hate what we see in ourselves you know and she's so damn cute like 
how can I, how can I be mad? But she, yeah, she's been driving me insane. And I don't know if you guys have cats, but they do this thing or maybe it's just Barb, but like in the morning, early, early hours of the morning, we're talking three, four, five in the morning. She likes to scream and fuck with shit in my room so that I wake up and by doing like by messing shit around (laughs) I wake up and like go like Barb stop and then she knows I'm awake so then she's like you can feed me you're awake so I have to try so hard she I had earrings on my dresser and she knocked them over she threw them on the ground and I was like son of a bitch please do not. And they were really, they're really cute earrings. And I mean, they're not broken or anything, but it was just annoying, but I didn't flinch. I just let her do it. Then she goes in my closet. She starts fucking around with the hangers and jumping on the shelves. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So I finally had to say something. I was like, Barbara, you need to get out. And I picked her up and I threw her out of the room because I was like, I've literally had it with you. And of course, like Ruby is like, like doesn't really know what's going on but yeah it just drives me crazy because she she does this like or she'll play with the blinds to try to get me to wake up she's really manipulative it's really fucking annoying (laughs) but I love her so much I can't believe she's six years old it's really so insane to me um okay anyway that's enough Emmy news. It's like kind of boring. I thought it'd be like a little bit more interesting than that. But like, I don't really guys. I, it's like I care about the Emmys when I'm watching it. But like, I'm not one of those people that's like thrilled about the nominations. I will say Vanderpump Rules is nominated for outstanding um, basically reality series, which is like we all need to be thanking uh, Tom Sandoval and uh, Raquel because that's just, you know, speaking of. Jax Taylor is now he can't seem to shut the fuck up. Honestly, this man has been talking nonstop since Scandal broke. And it's just like, I need him to stop because it's like, I understand that you think now is your time to shine and it's your moment in the sun to be like, ha ha ha. I told everybody like Tom Sandoval sucks, but it's like, bro, you fucking suck too. You fucked someone, not your girlfriend next to an old woman. You got someone pregnant in Vegas. You've cheated. You've lied. You've stolen. You've been to jail multiple times. I don't need to fucking hear it. And I don't need this like he is a better person. Guys, I really doubt it. If he's doing all of this, he hasn't grown. You can't fucking tell me he's grown. You just can't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So uh, Jax Taylor says, I think he's going through something. (laughs) No shit, Jax. I don't want to say midlife crisis, but he's definitely going through something. I think he's had a little bit of a diva mentality on the show where he kind of thinks nothing could touch him. And I think he got kind of a bit off. He kind of bit off more than he could chew. Thanks for that insight, fucking genius. Like, yeah, idiot 
Of course, he's going through a midlife crisis. He's literally said that he's 42 years old, having an affair with his girlfriend's best friend. He's with his girlfriend for 10 years. Like them, he's wearing shiny pants and necklaces and white nail polish. Like the man has lost his fucking mind. And Jack is like, I think there's something going on. It's like, yeah, buddy, we know. Anyway, his tone deafness and self unawareness and selfishness is just on another level. I think something's going on upstairs. I think he's got a few screw loose personally. Jack's couchy. Jason couchy. Honestly, it's like, yeah, he so he told this to us weekly and it's like he clearly just wants his name in the headlines because it's you're not splitting the atom telling us that Tom Sandoval is having a midlife crisis. It's like, yeah, you fucking clown. Of course he is. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. My blood sugar is all over the place because I've decided to take my health seriously the last four days. And I've been eating like really healthy, but in like a realistic way because I've just, oh, it's raining. Um, I just feel like sluggish a lot, low energy. You know, I'm anemic, like not to flex, but I'm anemic. Um, I don't even know what that means, but I have low iron, according to my doctor, like extremely low. And that's why I'm exhausted all the time. And that's why I, basically everything bad happens um, that happens to me. But anyway, so I've just been like on this health kick. I I make a really good uh, kale Caesar. So I've been eating those. I've been eating just like densely nutritious meals if that makes sense like I'm not starving myself trigger warning I'm not doing anything like that because I've been down that road uh and that's not a great place to be and it also like doesn't do shit for you but like hurt you and so I've been just eating like just really like nutritious meals and I've just been I've been feeling good and Danny's been doing the same we're on this like health journey together um yeah live laugh loving anyway so let's talk about Gertie. Gertie from Real Houses of Miami displayed her new shaved haircut. So she is preparing for her first round of chemotherapy. And guys, we have to give her all of the best wishes, the best vibes. She's going to be so strong through this. I mean, the fact that she's filming while doing this, I mean, it's just like wild. Um, so she posted today with the photo of her hair like being buzzed by her husband in the bathroom. It's giving Samantha Jones. Um, decided to be proactive and shave it off yesterday before I start treatment and before it falls off. Even though this is a hard journey, I'm thankful for everything in my life, including this humbling experience, which is making me even stronger. Still planning on rocking wigs here and there, but if you see me out like this, don't freak out. It's still me with way less hair. Guys, she's so fucking cute. I love Gertie so much. She's such like a bright light on Real Houses of Miami. Like, oh, I just, I hope the best for her. I really do. Um, also Britney Spears came out with, or is coming out October 24th with a new book called the woman in me. I don't know how I feel you guys, because like, is she writing this book? I hope the ghostwriter is getting paid. Like, I just, I hope Britney's okay. Is it just worry? Like this slap situation, I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast, but so last week it came out that Brittany was like slapped to the ground by the security guard. 
And she posted a big long statement about it on Instagram. And it was like this big thing. And people were like, how dare you do this to Britney Jean Spears? Like, don't you know who that is? Like this rookie basketball player. Like he should be so lucky that Britney knew who he was. And everyone like I had this like mentality of like, like an image in my mind of this security guard, like literally backhanding the shit out of her. Like that's what I was imagining. Like just the way that it like was being talked about publicly and the way like the news and everything was spinning it. I just, that's what I was kind of picturing. So then we get a, then we get the footage and the footage was Britney Spears running through the lobby of this hotel screaming. This is America with a British accent. And she runs up to the basketball player and he's obviously like a hundred feet tall and she's three feet tall and she like kind of goes to tap him and his security guards kind of walking behind him and just kind of swats her hand away like he doesn't even look at her he doesn't even turn around they're just walking and they see some woman running up obviously I'm sorry I hate to say this but she doesn't look like Brittany um I know that it is her but she like doesn't look like herself we've all seen the Instagram it's like like every Britney fan like and I am a Britney fan but like I just feel like the the stands I just feel like they are expecting like this big comeback and she's going to be exactly the Britney that we fell in love with and she's going to give us this comeback tour and it's going to be this moment and it's like guys I don't think that that will ever happen and like that's okay we we need to just accept that because like it's kind of scary on the internet how like you can't have like any differing opinion other than like we stand Britney Jean Spears and it's like of course we do but like and we want the best for her and we don't want her to like be forced into any sort of like conservatorship like forced to have an IUD like forced to do all those things like of course not but like we also have to like use like critical thinking skills and when you watch this man like swat away her hand and she hits her own face with her hand and doesn't fall to the ground, you're like, okay, was that the best protocol from the security guard? Absolutely not. Now she did put out a video still talking about it. I believe today I saw it on Twitter, um, you know, explaining, she's like, I've been around the biggest pop stars in the world, like with NSYNC and like, people have swarmed us and like our teams have never put their hands on anybody. And it's like, okay, like, cause you probably had really good security. I doubt this rookie basketball player has like the top notch security who follows every like perfect protocol. Like people human are human and make mistakes. Like I'm sure. And they apologized also, by the way, she said, she's like, but she wants a public apology. It's like, okay, well, okay. I guess like the guy, like the guy's a rookie. He's like, I didn't even know who that was. Like, I didn't even none of us even turned around like it was just we saw a woman running and we swatted her away and like that's what happened maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm the wrong side of history for this I don't really know all I know is that's how I feel about it sorry to everybody um who's probably yelling at me right now so sorry about that okay you guys um enough of that honestly oh I do have (laughs) I love that I'm like enough of that and like keep talking there's another couple that I need everyone to stop shipping immediately. It's never going to happen. Okay. Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady are never going to be together ever. Tom Brady is like a crazy vegan health nut earth earthy football champion. Okay. 
He was married to Giselle Bunchen, who's like eight feet tall, Brazilian supermodel, blonde, tan, health nut too, earth, you know, warrior. Like, and before that, he was with, um, oh my God, Natasha, obviously, is her name from uh, Sex and the City. What is her real name? I can't remember her real name right now. Again, like super tall, leggy, tall, skinny, whatever. Like Kim is absolutely dropped a gorgeous and he should be absolutely lucky to have someone like Kim. But I just don't see them like vibing like aesthetically. I just don't see them together. And I need people to stop trying to make it happen because it's just like, guys, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Anyway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm on page six. Guys, I just come across this article and it stopped me dead in my tracks. Dead in my tracks. Brooks Marks says Mary Cosby wants to set him up with a really hot man in Italy. What is this about? Brooks Marks reveals on an upcoming episode of Page Six for Virtual Reality podcast that Mary Cosby, a good friend and castmate of his mother, Real Houses of Salt Lake City, blah, blah, blah. Meredith Marks wants to set him up. He goes, she wants to set me up with this really hot man in Italy. I haven't been to Italy yet. He adds, I don't think it would be very respectful to my Jewish roots. What? Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I guess we got to listen to the podcast because these clips are, I don't really know what that means. Um, okay. Anyway, so let's get into Crappy Lake. I do just want to talk about it because I do think it's like such a gem of a show. The first two episodes came out on Sunday after Real Houses of Atlanta, which is like, I can't even discuss. I can't even discuss that. It's too heartbreaking. Um, guys, it's just devastating to me. But so Sony and Luann are back on our screens and it's light it's bright it's frothy it's delicious it's like an orange julius of a show like it just takes me back it's like oh this is tv this is good television you know we get orange county which is taking me back in a way but not like this you know these are our gals these are our girls and they're going to benton <laughs> they're going to benton Indiana I believe and I mean it's truly like one of the most produced shows I've ever seen but Sony and the Wan just do it flawlessly and they the way that they move through these scenes and talk to people and like their ability to like just connect with the audience us and the people they're actually speaking to is just such a talent that we don't see every day on Bravo anymore um it's really special and you know it kind of reminds me of Sweet Home Oklahoma how they did those like sidewalk chats with like the locals and that was really funny to me and then of course like we get the chaos of Sonia we get the beauty and body of Luann you know and guys to watch the countess noodle that catfish raise it above her head I could have shed a tear, honestly. It was so moving. I was like, guys, the the arcs of Countess Luann, Delaseps, D'Agostino, 
Deliceps is one that honestly should be studied. And I know that everyone says this, you know, but there's a reason why Luann is the only housewife that got a before they were stars episode. You know what I'm saying? She's the only one. And there's a reason for that. And I just really appreciate this show. I mean, Sonia's a wreck, but in the best way. And it's not feeling as dark because for a while on Housewives, it kind of was getting like that. I was like, okay, this isn't that fun anymore. Like we're not in, we're not in Kansas anymore. You know, that's kind of how it felt. And this feels like with Luann, I think Luann is such a safe space for Sonia and such a good friend for her that I think Lou will like ground her in some sort of like reality. Even if that reality is like putting on a show called like Ben Follies when they proposed to do the Benton Follies. I was like, you guys, these are the, these are stars. These are stars. Okay. And the man waltzing up to that firehouse to see those men who are, you know, you know, it's, um, those are Midwestern boys. You know what I'm saying? Um, and as a Midwestern gal, I can say that. And so (laughs) this was like such a throwaway moment, but it's in these moments that it just makes me laugh is like Luann's walking up to this firehouse. She's sauntering up. She's like shimming her hips and her shoulders and she's walking up and Sonia's trailing behind her, shuffling her feet. And Luann goes, don't carry around a water bottle. <laughs> like shaming this woman for carrying around a water bottle basically being like, it's not classy. It's not classy. And it's like, what would she think? What would the man think of my 40 ounce Stanley tumbler? <laughs> like, I, you know, that I carry everywhere with me. It's like got a handle. It like, what would she think? And Sony was like, you're just jealous because you don't have a water. And I was just like, God bless these two. Like, these are two two of my girls, Sonia, Rita, and Lou. These are girls. Like, I want to drink with them, smoke a cig with them, do anything with them. Like, I just love them. And what I love is that they pick the two perfect people from Housewives, in my opinion, to do something like this. I think, honestly... I was going to say Tamara and Vicky, but Vicky would be so offensive to these people. She would say something so inappropriate. And that's why I love the selection of Sonia and Luann is because they're not going to like make these people feel bad about their lives. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be like, like the only thing that they've ever really said is like, our car doesn't have air conditioning. And it's like, yeah, okay. Um, And the motel is like a little like, you know, wonky, wonky do. But overall, I mean, they're not going to be like, oh, this town's a shithole. Like, give me in a give me in a Hilton. Like, they're not going to say anything like that. Or they're not going to, like, be rude. Like, Ramona would be extremely rude. Dorinda would be a little too um, sharp with people. Dorinda's got a lot of edges, as my mom would say. My mom loves to describe people as with edges and without edges. And she's not talking about hair edges. Like, she's talking about, like, she like she feels like Danny has no edges to him. She loves to say that. She's like, Danny has no edges. I'm like, okay. You know, I think it's a really great way to describe people, but it just does make me laugh. So that's kind of this too. And like, I just, I don't know. I just feel really good about this whole premise. And it gets me really excited for Girls Trip. Also, Kelly Ben Simone's engaged. And honestly, I love that I didn't even know she was dating anybody. 
To me, that's a sign of like a real relationship with a celebrity, like not a celebrity like a list like Blake Lively or something. I'm talking like reality star, like the fact that he's not showboating her relationship around like that says to me that it's like more real. I don't know. Maybe maybe the fact that we don't know it almost makes it. Fa- I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry for the short episode, you guys, but Housewives really isn't hitting right now. OC hasn't come out yet. I record, I'm recording this before OC. Um, so there will be back with a full-length episode later this week, probably, yeah, Friday. Um, and I will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.